This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. This is you, always stirring the pot dipper, just stirring it up. Okay, okay. Well, at least I'm not two-faced, you know what I mean? I say what I say and I do what I do. Listen, all I'm going to say is the glasses that you're wearing are $2 a yard. And what I'm wearing, Mama, is expensive. Oh, you you wouldn't know know. expensive if it slapped you in the face, okay? Well, now I'm holding my middle fingers up at you. And I'm holding mine up, so good night. Good night. night. We're the same. We're the same. We're the same. If you want more of that... If you want a lot more of that, uh, watch this week's episode of Dragula. Uh, we have a great recap today on our spooky seconds. Spooky seconds. With, with the season one Dragula Odd. winner, Vander Von Odd. All we're going to do forever now on this show is just talk over each other. Love that for us. So tune in for your ghost ship glamour, which, as we come to find out, didn't really happen. Not a lot of ghost ships. <laughs> Not a lot of ghost ships. Uh, we have a great time, so boobity boo. Goodbye. Uh, or hello, because it's about to start. Oh, yes. Hello. Forever. Dog. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Hello, and welcome to Spooky Seconds. And this week we got a lot to talk about, so we're jumping (laughs) right in, because this episode was crazy. I thought last week's was nuts, but this one's crazy, and we have an incredible guest, our season one Dragula winner. That's it is right. Vander Von Odd. Yeah. Are you feeling uh, spooky hello. today? Spooker. <laughs> I'm feeling, oh my God. I mean, how fitting is it that I think the least conflictive person was assigned the most <laughs> conflictive episode <laughs> to date on this fucking co- podcast? <laughs> You I'm like, you're the correct. blueprint for the Dragula winner, but you have no beef with anyone, and all no, you do right? is stick to your lane and do your art. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was watching the episode, and I, I like, I had meant to take notes. Like, I had a clipboard with me and <laughs> paper, the and then the episode, the girl, the credits rolled, and I looked down, and my paper was just blank. Like, I completely <laughs> forgot to write anything. Drama, I, yeah, drama, drama. I was enthralled in this drama this week. And I th- I mean, like I said, I thought last week was going to be the height of drama. But then yesterday, right before it aired, the Boulets started posting a bunch of memes of, like, getting ready for Girl. war and, like, all this stuff. And I was like, oh, it's going to be bad. And it really did take until the last 15 minutes for shit to happen. Yeah, yeah but, but you know what? Uh-huh. It was enjoyable, right? 
It was yeah. enjoyable, and I kind of loved the way they framed it with Dolly giving like the Spark Notes version, yes. and then rewinding and being like, "So the, here's how it all started." It was yes, giving yes, like yes. it was giving like early two thousands like movie narrator fantasy. Yes. I was kind of into that. Like, and here's how I wound up here. So we'll get there, but yeah, we'll get there. But I do just want to say one thing, and I said it to Dipper before you got on, but I was like. I wish the little skit and scat at the beginning of it was, like, a little bit short. I wanted more of them fighting this week. Because it it was so chaotic and everyone was saying so much stuff. I wanted to, like, see Hoso have a full... I wanted her to have her Zavaleta moment. Right. like, really have a meltdown. But I thought it was very funny watching her catch herself and be like, no, that's mean. I'm not going to do that. Bitch, that would be me. That would be me on (laughs) stage. Like, nope, nope, I won't do it. I'm not going to do it. Well, but the dress was ugly. Not to <laughs> be Dolly. Not to be Dolly about it. But let's rewind a bit and get to yeah, how we got here. So last week we saw the Monsters of Rock challenge, which, yes. as we just alluded to, so much drama with Sigourney and Mary set us up for this week. Um, the whole band, which was called uh, Glam Rot, was up for the extermination challenge, which was electrocution. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, Mary did not make it out alive. She then got murdered by some stripper thighs. Um, mm-hmm. And this week's episode mm-hmm. starts with like a suicide attempt on the beach and then the guy because it was like the guy's depressed and he goes to the beach right i don't know if it i don't know if it was i thought it was they were trying to be again again the boules are they vampires are they sirens of the sea we'll never know but i i don't (laughs) know the above d all i thought it was like a siren song i thought it was like maybe old lore of like you know like mermaids call you to the ocean so he was like maybe he was depressed or something and got the call to the ocean and then they dragged him in Mm -hmm. that's what i was getting from it It was just like old lore like urban legend type of thing like about this shell and then the film melts you know on the projector has that ever happened to you in real life in a movie theater that happened to me once Uh, lord of the rings on a Christmas day, it happened to me in Texas. Oh my god! And it's what did they do? Really did they give now. you your money back? Yes. Well, they were like, "Give us thirty minutes, and we'll give everyone free popcorn." And then they just got another roll of foot- mm. like film. It's a really surreal experience to be watching a movie, and then literally the film <laughs> melts on the projector. There was a lot of filters. So then the they walk <laughs> back into the boudoir, okay. and it's Team Zenith comes in. Uh, and they won, uh, and they're there, and they're seeing a lovely Fangoria spread. Product There's placement, honey. cups, everything. Um, and they just start chit-chatting about who they think went home. Wait, but what is Fangoria? Some... Oh, Fangoria is like an iconic horror magazine that's been around since, I know through the 90s, probably since the 80s. Oh, amazing. Um, and it was like the horror magazine Um so yeah, it's unfortunately not as popular as it, it used to be simply because people don't read like printed material as much as they do, yeah. right. but it carries that really sort of like legendary status because it was the magazine. And yeah. is it and like- the police have been on the cover of it more than once, I think. Oh, she's drinking a LaCroix. All right. Ooh. All right. She knows <laughs> Just for the you. drill. Um, the is- Boulets have been on the cover of it more than once and it's, they do like a lot of, they do a lot of stuff with them. Also, the guy's Australian or something, and he says that he's, he pronounces it differently. He was like, Fangoria. <gasps> oh, wait, what? Really? 
like the lead guy when he was like, yeah, we all call it Fangoria, but he was like Fangoria. He said it oh. differently. On this episode? Yes. When they were like, had a Fangoria, and he was like, yeah, the Fangoria family loves the Boulay brothers. We love watching the show. He said it weird. Being, it was enough for me to crazy. notice. You're okay. being crazy. <laughs> and had um, too much dad dress. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um Saint of course is talking about finally has that moment of like I won resurrection and I want people to know it but in in a very saint way. It's mm-hmm. I I won resurrection and I want people to know it. I'm working hard. I feel like Saint is so delicate, right? She's a little delicate little angel. She <laughs> A little delicate angel and a fucking pair of Betty fucking biscuits. I didn't notice that her shoes have been the exact same pair of biscuit heels the entire time. Are those okay, biscuit no heels? Shade. No shade. I do love Saint. I've noticed those heels even before the show. <gasps> and what's the reason? Okay, She's going to kill me when she listens to this. Do? Okay, but if she wants a low heel, she probably doesn't. If she wants a low heel... Which I think is very fashionable, like a pump. Do you think she should aim for something with a smaller heel? Like a 45 millimeter heel or something like that? Like, It's tricky because you know what it is? I think it's because they're almost like, it is kind of like a pump. But something about, you would think that a thinner heel would make the shoe look taller. But something about a thin heel on a short shoe can look kind of strange. And then sometimes a short heel that's really chunky can actually look taller i don't really know how that Mm. works but in my in my mind that's how like my brain processes like those heels when i look at them it's like a magic eye book so like for me it was giving a little bit like um almost like ballroom shoes where it's almost like oh it's a it's it's like it's a little squatty but but also i don't really care that much about a kyle mm -hmm, it was kind of giving character (laughs) heel but But what saint also said she was like short heels like it doesn't bother me she was also like if you're expecting something different don't so it makes me think like that's the shoe that fits her foot and that's about it that's all you get yeah and, and then i was thinking about it and i was talking to michael about it and i was like Maybe, like, at that current moment, it's too late to buy a bunch of shoes. Like, you're in filming. You're already there. You have what you have. Right. Yeah. Another thing, I think, and maybe not Saint's case, but I know, like, when I hear a lot of people, like, shade a queen for wearing short heels, I'm like, you know, some people just physically can't wear higher Mm -hmm. heels. That's, like, the thing. Some people have mobility issues and stuff like that. So, Right. um, Well, you know, me, I can't wear a short heel. I physically can't. I think they're so uncomfortable and they strain my calves. Oh, because it's prefer. just a little bit? You need to be Because it's cranked. just a little lift. I need to be like up on my toes. No, you need that shoe that's bordello. Is the sketcher shape up, bitch. but in the front, okay. the one that rolls. Yeah, just you're talking yesterday. about my, my good bordellos. You bitch. And I crunched just yesterday. my foot into it. Ah, what Amanda happened yesterday? Bang. Uh, Amanda Bang was at Disneyland and she took a video of Clarabelle and I messaged her, you know, Clarabelle the cow. And I messaged her and I was like, bitch, every time I see Clarabelle in those red shoes, I think of meatballs like bordellos because they have that thick toe box at the front. <laughs> it's not only is it thick, but it's rounded, which yeah. it doesn't need to be. <laughs> oh, my oh my God. God. Okay. Not when you see a picture of a cow, you think of meatball. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> well, she's a beautiful girl. She's a now, beautiful she's girl. Beautiful dolls. Let's talk Jane about who comes, comes back walking in. in, and she uh-huh. says a great line that is, "I'm back." Rolls. <laughs> she did you hear that? that? She did. Yeah, she did. She absolutely did. She said that. 
you weren't watching. I was listening to every word. And she comes in and she says that she is shocked. She shocked Betty every single time. So now we're answering the question of who got shocked, which was my main question last week. Then Betty mm-hmm. comes in and she says that she made it very clear that Jade and her still have some beef. Mm-hmm. And they do. But what do you think that stems from? Like, they kept arguing, but there was no explanation of an argument. Right. I mean, they told they showed them, like, being friends the first couple episodes and challenges, and then them, like, showing their true colors and then not being friends. I think it ultimately comes down to the conversation we had last week. Like, sometimes certain people are just not for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think casting nailed it this season, and they uh, put honey. together <laughs> a bunch of people with incredibly conflicting personalities. Like, there, there was mm-hmm. no... It was like they took ten different puzzles and got a piece from each puzzle and put them in a room <laughs> and tried to put the puzzle together, but it does not work. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, Hoso starts talking about like, there's no way Mary's coming back. And Zavaleta and Betty are both kind of like, I'd love for Mary to come back and Sigourney not come back. Which, I know that people love Mary Cherry. I love Mary Cherry. We just had Mary on the show. But I think looking at the track record, you think they mm-hmm. really thought Mary was going to come back in the room? Well, I don't think it was a matter of what they thought. I think it's a matter of what they wanted. Okay, work. Mm. Got you. Well, they didn't get what they wanted because Sigourney no. came back into the room. <laughs> um, and Sigourney even said that she never zapped Mary in the extermination because she didn't want to leave that type of like like a cunty impression. She was like, I'm going to rise above it. I'm not even going to zap her. Wait, so who she, who did she end up zapping the whole Girl, time? Girl, she didn't say, but she, 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 she clearly say, said, but it must have been I Jane didn't or... zap Mary. Oh, I wonder so if she I don't never think said any it or of them she zapped did. Mary. Oh, oh! But Mary looked like she was definitely getting zapped. So once once the three three <laughs> monsters come back, it just the beef starts again, and Betty places herself right next to Jade so they can just fight. Uh-huh. And they're going, 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 going about going what? What are they? I don't know. About? This is one of those situations where I'm like, something else must have happened at the house that they're all staying in, and we're not getting the full story. Well, Jade because says then Betty is Betty's like, a booze oh. hound. Yes. Oh, they come for her drinking at the house. Yeah. Uh huh. So then Betty says, it's time for Petty Betty. And then she got a new Chiron with the name <laughs> Petty Betty. <laughs> Los Angeles. Los yes. Angeles. Petty Betty from Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, my I mean, God. What do you think know. about this idea of, well, I'm a blunt person and I keep it real. And that means you just get to be like mean to people. What do you think about I, that? I, you know, uh, I'm conflicted with Betty oftentimes because I have a friendship with her prior to the show. And so Mm -hmm. a lot of the Betty I'm seeing on the show is not the Betty that I know personally. As as far as that goes, as far as your question, like, I feel like a lot of people definitely use that as an excuse to be nasty sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think she's doing that all the time. Although I will say I do think she's been a little bit nasty here and there. Um... Over oh just I don't I it's I, I I've literally like sat up last night just thinking about this episode because and I mentioned to Meatball we were like DMing last night as two people that were on the same season there's so much that happens behind the scenes that doesn't make it into mm. the episode 
So like mm-hmm. we don't know what else there is to the story. We were especially just saying, like, them on living our season, in a house. Especially them living in a house, which hopefully for future seasons the budget can a lot. Which is true, you know, housing people in a in a in a hotel yeah. by themselves is very expensive. A but, month or two like this is going to be crazy expensive. Crazy expensive, but like hopefully the show can build itself up to get to that place because I think it would be a lot more like the storylines would be clear for the audience if there aren't like storylines developing outside of the set you know which i think maybe what's happening already there's in like every episode there's been a moment where someone's been like well we'll talk about it when we get back at the house or they're like we talked about our dead moms together but it was back at the house so we're missing out on so much of like the real moments between them right and mm-hmm. you don't see that on a show like drag race because they're so they're so uh, strictly you don't say that here. sorry 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 you don't see that on other, other shows show. because they're so strictly sequestered that they're not allowed to talk to people unless they're in front of cameras and so strictly manipulated, they don't even need to. They just got those storylines pre-written oh, before girl. they even show Yeah, up to Mama, set. that's all pre-written. Well, listen, let's take a little break, and then we'll be and, right. Ooh, girl, we'll be no, right back after this you break. Can't do that. Ooh, girl. better is easy with factors delicious ready to eat meals every fresh never frozen meal is chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart protein plus and keto also there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long when my fridge is stocked with factor meals i'm like Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a a very much into ordering delivery. And now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 
20% off your next box. That's code SLOPPYSECONDS50 at factormeals.com slash SLOPPYSECONDS50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Okay, we are and back. We're back. We're back. We are spookily back. We're spooky. And the and video they, message. Oh, girl. They get no. a video message. And it says, welcome back, cunty cadavers. Ghost ship of glamour challenge is ready to go, mamas. Now, I don't want to talk production again. So I won't. <laughs> okay. They so have the to challenge create a unique is... look based on a glamorous ghost ship theme. Glamorous cruise liner lost at sea. Glamour in abundance. They just keep saying glamour. glamour. The big one even yes. spells it out. And I had to rewind it and make sure she spelled it correctly. <laughs> so I had I to take, sing the Fergie I, song in my head. <laughs> bitch. So I take it we're going into the fashions. Is that where we're going yes. into? Because I is have what they want. a lot to say. Well, okay. based on the prompt from the video message, okay, and also in the prompt, they need to choreograph and perform. See, they also said choreograph, but I think they just meant plan your own performance. Yeah, they yeah. a lip sync to their song "Wicked Love," right? Yes. So the the challenge is twofold: it's your glamorous look and your performance. Mm-hmm. To me, this was a very straightforward assignment: glamour. Yeah. Glamour, glamour girls, right? This is. I was thinking uh, ghost ship. I was thinking like, like Titanic, but glamour. You know what I mean? It's got to be. It's got to be. I just gals. rewatched Titanic. Did you watch Ghost Ship? Because there's two of them. There's one with Fergie who sings a song where she spells out glamour, which I think is the reference. Wait, 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 wait. Are you talking about the Fergie song where she goes G L L yeah. What do you mean? That's in the film Ghost Ship? No, but Fergie sings that song, and then she's also in a movie called Ghost Ship, where the ship sinks, and they're all ghosts, and she's the lounge singer. Okay, I didn't know that. Vander, did you know that? it's a remake of an old movie. Are you talking about Ghost Ship, the horror film, the um, the Dark Castle film? Girl, I don't know what I'm talking about. I just know that these things exist. Okay. <laughs> was is, it a scary movie? Is Fergie in Ghost yeah. Ship? As far as I know, the scary movie, if that is Fergie, I had no idea it was her as the French lounge singer. Maybe it is her and I just never clocked it. This is a film from 2006. Yes, it's a remake. There's an original Ghost Ship with like a French woman who's a lounge singer and then they remade it and Fergie is the lounge singer and it was bad. Anyway. Wow. I mean, we're so far off. So they go back All to the All we do is war. Google things on this one. $20 million <laughs> budget! Okay. So we go back to the boudoir, <laughs> and the girls have to do a fright feat. And this week, it's to find a key of life or death hidden in the boudoir. Now, this key yes. will allow the person who finds it to either save themselves or put someone else up for elimination. Which, this is the first time they've done anything like this? Did, did we ever get immunities on ours? No, oh, we didn't get it on ours, but we did have the same key on season three, which Dahlia Black found, which put Madeline Hatter in the extermination, yeah. Now, can you explain the rules? Because I was a little lost, like Mary was last week, about is it lead singer or team leader? Is this you save yourself and you get to throw someone under the bus, or it's either or? Either either or. or. 
Yeah. So, it, but I thought it would have been cuntier for them to say, the minute you find it, you have to pick, do you want to be safe or send someone home? Not at the end of the runway, once you're able to look at your look and everyone else's. But it's more strategic to be able to look at everyone else's. Because it imagine, yeah. girl, imagine had she looked at Dolly and said, she's up. She's up for extermination. Imagine if she looked at Sigourney, like you choose yeah. one of the top bitches. She really, she really went. I don't know why I would have picked a top bitch. I would have picked. Well, because you're messy. Sigourney. <laughs> well, because I mean, no offense, but like, she, if I were in her shoes, I would have looked at myself. I would have looked at um, Bitter Betty, and I would have been like, "We're fine." These girls are selling it. Like these girls have gotten incredible reviews. Like we got to set one of them up. We're here to win. Mm. Maybe, but that's tricky because awesome. because some some of the exterminations like are not what? that intense to where like you can set someone up but like there's no way they're gonna go home you know what i mean yeah like this week's extermination it, we'll get to it we'll get to like, it. it this week's extermination was the one that sent me home on our season yeah but um, this wasn't an oh, extermination yeah. it was a fucking photo shoot all right we'll, we'll get there um okay the key we talked about the key like then we want can we talk about this, Vander? I want to know your your opinion okay. about this next segment. Uh huh. Jade has the key and then decides to steer the conversation. And say, "Well, I love ghosts, and actually, I'm a median. So, so hold on one second. And leaves and comes back with candles <laughs> to perform a staged seance where she like kind of reads people. Like, why did Jade get this moment? I don't know, but I actually kind of liked it because it was goofy and dumb and very, very clearly not meant to be taken seriously. So I was actually kind of yeah. living for the show, kind of laughing at itself a little bit and the okay, contestants work. laughing at themselves a little bit. It was cute. And then Betty's read, think you it... know, maybe if she was better at, at reading bitches, this would have been a little bit funnier. What was the read again? <laughs> oh, there was like one about... Uh, uh, the biscuits, the you know Saints biscuits was one of the reads. Yeah, they weren't terrible reads. They weren't terrible reads. And then Zava and Dali were talking about fisting. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. part of me talking was about like OnlyFans, and then Michael was like, "Dali has an OnlyFans," and I was like, "Absolutely!" Oh, <laughs> and absolutely. I will show it to you. Because uh, <laughs> part of me, part of me wanted each of the the monsters to get their moment to like run the seance and kind of drag the other people. Because then it could have oh. been this like master cut. It could have like, been a very library is like, open. I see the future. You're checking into a flight back home. You know, like that kind of shit. But it was like just Jade's moment. I didn't understand why it was only her moment. That that's more of my question. Yeah, okay, I think maybe no, it was I to totally let, let us see more of her personality. Because throughout the whole show, she. Well, most of them have just been, like, sitting back, and slowly it's time for them to start, like, stepping forward. Anyway, Betty talks about not being able to learn words to songs. Um, and then they're all sitting in there with their little iPods listening to the music, and Betty is, like, trying to write her music down on her hand. Mm-hmm. She's Do you trying think to get they the had words. to learn the words from the song? You don't think they provided them the lyrics? Oh, I'm probably sure they got not. A sheet I... with the lyrics. Oh. On, well, on our season, we didn't get the lyrics for our No, I had songs. to go try to find the lyrics to my yeah. song online, and, like, they didn't exist. Yeah. Oh, they make it challenging. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. I had to do the exact same thing with our song. I had to, like, it, like listen to it a million times and handwrite the lyrics, because I also couldn't find them. <gasps> okay, work. Mm-hmm. That's a real challenge. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Petty Betty. And Z- so the next day, 
uh, uh, Betty also takes over someone's station, right? Yes. Yeah, they're all like, what are you doing over here, girl? And she's like, I'm not trying to sit next to Jade anymore. Fair. Do you think, are those stations assigned? Ooh. I it mean, m- in they're reality television, out. anything is possible. Right. Because they're cleared I out th- every day in the boudoir. Yeah. So when they come in, it's a clean slate. So theoretically, yeah, you can move around. Yeah. I think maybe it might be that thing like in junior high with a lunch table. Like they're not assigned, but everyone kind of knows where to sit. Yes. Um, and then and then production kind of got used to them being there. So maybe when she moved, it kind of threw everyone off being like, now what are you doing here? And then where did Petty you Betty meet and- in middle school? Cool kids table. Then Petty Betty and Zaha. <laughs> Bitch, I didn't even have a table. Literally I ate alone. in the grass. <laughs> oh, like, of course. You're out there like. In the theater class. You're like looking at the ants, like slowly murdering them one at a time. <laughs> yeah, over my like checkered picnic blanket during my school lunch. <laughs> Girl, I used to get a lunch. I used to get a lunch, like a packed a lunch. And I was so jealous of people who got to eat hot lunch, you know, go through the line that I would then like I would always have like a dollar. But I'd walk around and be like, you know, because I had friends who like their parents gave them like, here's five bucks and their lunch would always cost them like four twenty five. And I'd go around and be like, do you have a quarter? Do you have a quarter? Do you have seventy five? And I'd get enough money to buy a second lunch from the hotline because all I wanted was that second lunch work bitch i mean i felt like i was yes but also i walked around begging for money yeah in order to get you didn't know at the time i didn't know at the time time. i was (laughs) shameless about it but it's definitely embarrassing to think about when i told my i think my parents found out my mom was like people think we're not feeding you because you're walking around asking people (laughs) for money to get an extra bag of chips Anyhow, too much? Call better help. All right. So (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about this Betty and Zava moment, right? You want to talk about that? Yeah, Zava goes, hold on. Let me put my eyebrows on. A mistake. So then they go into the cauldron (laughs) with these with. um, So in the cauldron, we have Petty Betty, Zava and her eyebrows. And I don't really know what they're talking about. They're talking. Jade knows that they're talking about her and. She says she's a sweet person, but it's only because she's been through so much shit. And she her upbeat personality is because it's a defense mechanism. So they're over there talking shit about Jade. Yeah, I, it just it, seemed like, like they were sense, stirring right? more. And Zava, I think, gives the best piece of advice for this whole conflict, which is let it go. Yeah, mm-hmm. girl. It really, that's all it is. Just let it go. Because it's not going to go anywhere. Right. But haven't you ever been in a situation where, and you've seen me in this situation, where like (laughs) one little thing is annoying the fuck out of you and there's nothing you can really do, but you just start dwelling on it instead of just being like, okay, all I'm going to do is like focus on me or whatever. It's like you're trying so hard, but it's in the back of your head. Like if I could just get to the bottom of this issue, my life would be better. It's true, but oftentimes those are those conflicts where it's like, well, you said this. Well, I was just saying this in response to that person. And it's like, it actually, there's, it's not like you stole my wig and never returned it. And that is the point of conflict. It's like some weird nuanced thing of you were being two-faced. You were talking behind my back. 
well, how do you know that you were? Well, everyone said it. And it's like, well, there's there's nothing. There's yeah. not like, remember on that other show, you know, the like Coco and Alyssa drama that they stretched out over seven episodes. They could do it because there was an actual thing that happened. I feel like with this Jaded Betty Backrolls. drama, there was no actual thing that happened. No, right? there was nothing going on except unless something else happened at the house where Jade called her an alcoholic or came for right. her drinking or something. Also, my favorite part was Betty being like, maybe I am an alcoholic. Girl, like, Betty that gave was kind of fierce. so much talking yeah. head this episode. <laughs> that was kind of that was kind yeah. of fierce. Alert! Like, yeah, alert! Me, alert! 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 Oh wait, what were you going to say? <laughs> Oh, no, I did just go ahead, do whatever, what, what, what was alert, going on. Alert, alert, <laughs> the floor Bitter's show like, is about to begin. Do your little bit. Do your, do do your whatever bit, this, do your bit, whatever do you your... do on this, on this little show of yours, do it. <laughs> um, um, and the boulets start, and they're in a beautiful, like, pleather, red-piped gown with mm-hmm. um, nautical-inspired headpieces. Yeah. They look like old-school diving helmets, right? Diving helmets, yeah. That's, they look mm-hmm. incredible. Let's talk about the look. Let's talk about those little those little bird talons that they've been wearing for nails. What are those? They they attach to the They're finger. They're little rings that go on the tip of your <gasps> finger. I had I used to mm-hmm. have them here, but they were like nails. They were like cat claws, and they were rhinestone. These little bird talons, like I think they're very cool. But it looks like they're constantly like doing this. Like it looks like they're constantly because they're like curves because it's curved in. So it looks like mm-hmm. they like arthritic. Mm. I love okay <laughs> when I first saw the head pieces I thought head to myself I thought to myself fuck I wish those were attached to their heads because their head moving around inside of the headpiece no it, I liked that well I liked it because it felt like a helmet yeah it felt like it was really a helmet I was just grateful that later they were like I regret wearing this helmet that they yes. included that in. Because when yes. I saw them, I was like, oh, that look is so fierce, like for a photo or something. But the practicality of that look to like host a show and move your head around and look at things and talk, like that, it wasn't really None. practical. None. No practicality. Exactly. And so I was really appreciative that later they were like, well, girl, I'm regretting wearing this helmet. I was like, okay, bitch, I, I see you. I, I see you. I half expected them to put like one of their little turbans on and like take that off for the judging or at oh, least for where? the sibling chat. For the sibling yeah, chat. I was kind of, I did kind of live for that moment where they were like, all right, let's just give ourselves a second to like feel bad for ourselves. And then like two <laughs> oh, seconds yeah. of sad, like violin music played and they were like, okay, we're good. <laughs> this is like literally oh yeah that was so funny but this is the first season i feel like where i'm get like where you can see their personalities when they're just in a room talking to each other on camera like they seem so natural in so that comfortable chat yeah and so comfortable that i'm like please do that but for the rest of the show do that for every part of it because it's like i can connect to them better than i can when they're doing their like memorized rehearsed speeches yeah, they're doing a lot more banter this season, which I yeah. also appreciate because the banter does feel very real. It feels very natural. Yeah. Well, let's banter our way into a break. And when we come back, we'll talk about those guest judges in the floor show. Okay. Ooh, baby. And we're back. We're back. <laughs> and the Boulets introduced their ah! 
our guest judges. It's Phil Phil Noble 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 Jr. Phil Noble from Fangoria. And Christian <laughs> Nairn from Game of Thrones. Yes. Hodor, who I didn't realize was like a DJ and like was in the yeah. scene. I had no DJs idea. DJs like Queer Nights and stuff. Yeah. Well, How and she cool. made sure to tell everybody, she was like, I'm not just on that TV show. I used to be a drag queen. I used to get up in the drags. She said, I know the business, bitch. She Let said, I'm to you. Ireland's first drag monster. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and they were all like, "Oh, okay," because you were talking pretty harsh shit here for the first four contests. <laughs> was she? I thought no, she was I mean, it like it was. She was, but you know, it's that thing of like we talked about with Vanessa Hudgens and her friend when they when they're telling it like it is. It's like, okay, well, thank you, but what you know, what experience do you have doing yes. this? Thank yeah. you, High School Musical. Right, um, but. <laughs> So tell us about the floor show. What did you think? The what floor was going show, on here? Remember that it's oh. the keyword is glamour, and the song that they are performing to is a boule song called "Wicked Love." I must tell you, I don't remember the song. I remember them lip syncing, but I can't. If you were to ask me any of the lyrics or anything, I can't tell you. I wasn't really paying attention to it. It just seemed like another I, background song. It's a really? challenging thing. To have all the contestants do the full song and then look mm-hmm. at them. We've talked about this before. Like some of the floor show, it, it's hard to figure out how to judge it with the, the audience at home. Because yes, clearly yes. the judges go, I just watched six performances. I can very clearly judge this and make a decision. But from the audience, it's like, do we want to watch a six-way split screen? Do we want like do we like how it's cut in between? Like, do we want to see 30 solid seconds of each person? It's a challenging thing to figure out how to best communicate mm-hmm. what what they do, right? And this is the third lip sync in a row. Well, what do is you want them really? to do? They had the vampire beach party. They had but the none right. of rock. And then they had this. Yeah. yeah, but those are all different. It's a group challenge. They had instruments, and then they and had then they had a, another group challenge with instruments, and then this time they have to do their own thing. It's just, You're just okay. trying to find shit to be angry about. People. I'm not trying you to really find anything are. to be angry like, about. I'm just saying, like maybe take them to a beach, maybe do something else besides a lip sync. That's the floor show is a performance. What do you want from them? So Sigourney comes you're out. You're just being and let messy today. I know you're being. I'm messy not being today. messy at all. I think they're I'm just stating obvious facts. Vander's like Dolly when Jade and Betty are fighting, just watching us as we just are watching. <laughs> just watching, be like, I'm actually not so here. There's like a there's like a cardboard cutout of me. I put in front of the camera. <laughs> yeah, Vander like just yeah, the rest of this interview. You said I okay. Can't. So Sigourney comes out in full glamour. Uh huh. Yeah. And it is like everyone said for me before she even came out when they said the prompt i turned to my my boyfriend michael and i said <laughs> she's gonna wear partner. her normal my life partner i was like she's gonna wear her normal like silhouette and a cape like i just called it and then she came out and did and i she looked absolutely stunning but like everyone said we've seen this on her i have issues with this runway because i when I saw what the episode was called, you know, go, uh, go ship. Uh, I got so excited for this. I think it's the, the assignment I've most, I've been most excited about in terms of like the look challenges. Cause I'd like it, just the name ghost ship. It conjures up so yeah. many really fucking cool images in my head. 
I did not think a single one of those looks was perfect. There was not one look that was perfect from head to toe. There were some that were very good. In fact, there were some that were amazing. But did they fulfill the prompt of ghost ship? Not for me. Word. I didn't see it. I kind of, I kind of felt like I liked Betty's. I thought Betty's was a great. She looked like Alaska. Did you notice? Did you see that? I did. Kind of. She, she looked there, like, like earlier Alaska. Alaska. Yeah, yeah, she looked like a young I, Alaska. I feel like there were kind of like three different groups of presentation. Like Sigourney, mm-hmm. Betty, and Jade were in the like big hair sort of like traditional glamour but with like a barnacle or like a frozen sort of like twist, right? And then mm-hmm. Saint and Dali really were like more, I don't know, um ship conceptual in their yeah. in their mm-hmm. their vibe. And then Hoso was sort of in her own category. And then I I guess you could also put Zava in the like Betty and Jade like, you know, a glamorous person who then drowned. That's sort of like what what those people yeah, Z- felt like yeah. to me. Yeah, I guess Zava belonged up with them because she, yeah, she looked, she was very pretty this week. But there wasn't it like was we were before we started recording. We talked about the the photo that Astrid posted of like that the the octopus inspired. Like mm-hmm. it, I feel like ghost ship. I think about. I mean, this is this is a a Disney reference, literally. But I think about Pirates of the Caribbean, right? That like squid pirate mm. who runs the ghost ship. Like you want it to be like glamorous ship falls to the ocean and then gets morphed into like a monster, like some sort of monster that maintains its glamour, right? Like what would you have done, Vander? I I think I would have gone for more of like a 1920s woman, but I think the part that for me was difficult about some of these looks was that I think there's like two ways of doing, well, there's a few different ways of doing glamour, but I think glamour has to feel sort of effortless and you can wear a lot and look glamorous, but you kind of have to wear it effortlessly. Mm. And I felt like a lot of the looks were just so heavy with so much crap and it just, it didn't look effortless. (laughs) It looked like a lot of effort was being put into it. And for me, that just Mm -hmm. like killed the element of, of glamour. Um, And I think I would have gone for something more simple, but like really streamlined, really beautiful, really haunting. I thought maybe like something like a cowl neck, like silk gown with a really low cut, like deep cut back uh-huh. and just a, Ooh, a yeah. ton of like wet jewels running down the back. And I would, I was surprised that no, I, Saint did the like wet hair look, right? but no one actually incorporated water into their look. I would have yeah. gone on that stage soaking fucking wet yes oh absolutely imagine taking like elements of glamour like a boa or like a foxtail but it's an octopus or a tentacle and i'm like like because yeah, you're down there you might as well grab a couple octopus make a boa right or instead of <laughs> instead of like a hair clip it's a starfish which is very stereotypical but like mm-hmm. if you sort of replaced everything with like a deep sea diving version of it but- and just have been glamour like that also could have worked. I think, I think some of, some them of the concepts did that. They, they, they kind of did that, but, but you barnacles know I, on their face. Mm-hmm. You know what for me was difficult about some of those looks is that like I wasn't getting the shit part. It was giving me more like 
mermaid or sea siren or something like that. Or like, for example, hosos. I know there was a lot of debate about whether or not that was glamorous. Sure. I thought hosos, if if those patches of, of polka dot fabric had been removed from that look, I actually thought it was very glamorous. It was kind of giving like John Galliano for Dior. It was kind of that sort of mm-hmm. approach to glamour. Uh-huh. Um, but when I looked at her look, I was like, okay, I, I get the sea and the monster and all this stuff, but what about it is ship? Like, what ties this character to a man-made vessel that's been right. lost out at sea? Right. Yeah. Ship. You are right. And, Sometimes and people go too far great. away, right? Like, mm-hmm. take the three, or I guess it's two words. Ghost ship is one word. But glamorous, ghost ship. Like, do those words don't go so far away. I mean, I'm upset that they did not bring Mary Cherry's anglerfish back, but that's another story. Wait. Oh, actually, that was, was really that cool. costume supposed to be for ghost ship? Call Mary. What was your ghost ship glamour? Back. What was your ghost? I want to see the ghost ship glamour. Because that would fit the, the prompt because it had like the beading and it was very 20s themed. I liked uh-huh. Dolly's because she took a very different approach where she was the boat. And the belt. I, had, I loved it- Dali's, but I loved it a lot more in black and white. The thing that really threw me off with that look was why was the like the whole look was like rust and sepia tones, and it was very that color palette. But then the makeup was like bright pinks and purples, mm-hmm. and I didn't understand mm. where the bright pinks and the purples met with the rust and the sepia. Valid point. I agree. Also, again, they say that the saint's energy is so low, and it and they show it, and it was. Yeah. And do you think that that's just like that is just saint? Like she's just like a slower moving, more sensual performer, and they're just not picking up on that. Or well, I think I, it's a lot of different factors. I think sometimes Saint struggles with the movement, but I think also a big part of it is that like when we do these shows, oftentimes like our time on the runway is our very first time walking in these outfits that are probably very uncomfortable and very difficult to move in. So I think there's like a mixture of like the first time you're wearing the outfit, maybe being someone who already struggles with movement uh, on top of it, like all eyes on you, there's cameras, judges, like there's all this pressure to perform. So um, I think all of that goes into play where Saint kind of struggles on the runway. Hmm. Hmm. So, okay, so we talked about the sibling chat already, but uh, things that we loved, they're not taking themselves so seriously. They talk about the helmets. They talk about giving them a a moment to feel bad for themselves. But what they really focus on is Betty and Jade before they bring the other judges back. Mm -hmm. So they say Betty's plateauing, and they say um, Jade has to shake some of her, like, pageantry roots off in order to really shine in the Dragula competition. But, I mean, talk about keeping it real. The Boulets are like, girl, not everyone can win Dragula, so these two might need to go soon. Yeah, they really just said it. They really they did, it. right? I mean... They're not wrong. <laughs> and but- that's the thing, when you're casting a show, right? Like, you can't you can't cast a full cast of people who all could be the winner in an ideal competition that is how it is and then you have to like knock the you know the people off but in a reality TV show you cannot like th- when they cast the show they probably thought five people on our cast could really take the crown 
Yeah, and mm. you, I think in, in casting, you hope that other people will prove you wrong, and sometimes they do. Sometimes the person you don't expect to win is the one that comes out on top. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, my thing is, like, working on the show, when it was a cast that had too many front runners, it got really fucking hard to eliminate people. Right? Yeah. Right. So... So so okay. So what you're All saying right. is, I hear no. We the hear, next couple we weeks, people will be eliminated, people and then we'll get into the front like runners, flies, and yeah. then we're gonna get there. All right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what she said. She said, "I said the, what I said, I said." What I said. Okay, well, let's take our last break, and then we'll get into uh, the tops, the bottoms, the winners, the extermination, all of it. Yes. Were we just singing Wicked Love by the Boulet Brothers? Sorry, what'd you say? (laughs) What did you say? I said, were we just singing Wicked Love by the Boulet Brothers? No, and I said, I'm wearing a biscuit heel. Oh. And Vanders put the cardboard cut up in front of the the Zoom call. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Vanders like, and I'm done. Okay, I just switch out its heads with different expressions. All right, so here comes the magical key moment. Yes. They asked Jade to step forward. She want to save herself or put someone up for extermination? Jade gives a little speech and says, it's going to be Betty. We're putting Betty on the chopping block. And then the Boulets say, now that the key has shifted the rankings, you're safe and may leave the stage. So... So does that they mean she was in the, bottom. in the bottom? That means Jade was in the bottom. Yeah, well, that's exactly what happened to Dahlia. When she used the key to make herself safe, it right. shifted the rankings and put Madeline in the bottom. But wouldn't it have been Ooh. even cuntier if they were like, okay, well, good thing you put you put Betty in the bottom. You were also in the bottom. I like, mean, she yes. That would have been crazy. Because But I guess she did do a little bit better than Hoso, in their opinion. That's why oh. I asked, because it's, is it either or? Because in my mind, I'm like, is, is, like, she did both by doing this, right? She actually ended up saving herself by putting Betty in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing about the key is you don't know the ranking when you use it. Woo! So you got to play your cards Ooh, right. And, that, and that's part of what, that's part of what I think, um. That's why it's like kind of important for them to be able to see other people's looks and how they perform because you can get a gauge for what you think the ranking is and what the best outcome for you will be. Right. It was clear that she did not think she was in the bottom. Now, <laughs> Hoso. Talk about Hoso here, Meatball. Uh, they didn't think it was glamorous at all. And her performance <laughs> was great and it was full of a story. But she tells the judges, she just tells them straight to their face, I feel glamorous. And she Good doesn't know. Yeah, I mean, at least she stood up and defended her look. She wasn't like, "You're right, I'm wearing a piece of shit." You know what I mean? Yeah, I kind of love that she was like, "I've never felt more glamorous." I was like, "Yeah, bitch!" Like she looked good. She wasn't giving me ghost shit, but she looked fucking great. <laughs> what? She what? wasn't okay, giving me ghost ask? shit. What was she, she wasn't giving? giving? She was me... giving like oil spill, plastic bottles. Like I, was, I didn't I was... quite understand. 
Yeah, I was kind of getting like glamour sea monster. I thought it was great as a sea monster for like our season's mm-hmm. sea monster challenge more so than yeah. glamorous ghost ship. Um, yeah, that happened to me with a lot of the looks. I was like, they look cool. They just don't look like what they're supposed to be. Like Jade's to me was giving more like mermaid or like mer woman or yeah. sea woman of some type. And then Atlantis. Saints was giving me like, like underwater like ringmaster because it was a top hat instead of a captain's top hat. hat and i was like if yeah. you're the captain of the boat you don't wear a top hat they didn't yeah. even say that they just told saint that they love her fashion shapes and styling and that and she, she looked just incredible. need more energy she did look incredible but it d- you're right it did not fit the assignment and they mm-hmm. literally hodor was like i should say his real name um what was his it's in here so anyway hodor was like i hate the shoes christian nairn Christian Nairn was like, I hate the shoes. Straight up to her face. So then they get to Sigourney and they say that she was the best lip sync performance of the night. And I will agree of of what we saw. She was doing the best job. But Zava and Hoso don't really feature her. And all she brought to the whole competition so far has been just the same glamour is what they say. Um, Thoughts? None. Do you have anything you would like to say about Sigourney? Me? Yeah. Or or anybody else. I'm the only one talking. In terms of... No, I agree. I thought her lip sync was the best. In terms of the look, I did think it was a little bit predictable for her, but she looked stunning. Honestly, that was was not really my issue uh, for her, was that it was predictable. For me, it was more the color palette, I think. And maybe this is just a personal preference, but when I think Ghost Ship, I think washed off and, like, very muted and very, like, Mm. very, like, like, loss of contrast. And for some reason, a lot of the contestants went for, like, really bright, vibrant blues like like heart of the ocean blue you know yeah and and that for me really disconnected it because it felt i don't know i feel like there's a way to do it because i've seen landon do ghosts with bright blues and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and they just work because he have he has like a theatrical sensibility whereas i don't know maybe with sigourney for example it was more of a burlesque style costume in those in in those colors like bright blues and i just wasn't getting ghosts from it until when they do that flashback of her on the runway and they show her in black and white and those blues were gone, I was like, oh my God, she looks just like a fucking ghost. Mm. If the colors had just been different, she would have looked so good as like a glamorous ghost on a ship, you know? Yeah, I wonder why they all went blue. Like, just because you're in the water doesn't mean that you yourself are blue. Like, it, you yeah. can be grays, whites, blacks, any of it. So then I, mm-hmm. Dolly- I found what... Hoso wrote about her character. Do you want to hear it, Meatball? Please read. Oh, yeah, I'd love to. So she posted this on her Instagram. uh, uh, I told a story that is in the heart of what my drag is. Eastern creatures that were shunned by the human world. A yokai created this character of a water and god yokai that was in suffering from humans. So my performance included a naked body covered in nasty human waste, covered by a net gasping for air. I wanted her to have a ghastly glamour that I thought uh, fit the challenge perfectly, and I performed my heart out of it so um 
you know, the interesting thing about it is like it has a great story. It's talking about the ocean, but all of these points that you brought up, Vander, there's no ship. It does talk about man-made things like mm-hmm. human ways, but there's no ship and it's not ghost. It's creature, right? So yeah. it's like it's a total sleigh if this was like an environmental challenge. Yes. If, if, if it was like or the a sea whole, monster challenge. Right, or a sea, sea monster, monster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think that's really interesting. Um, maybe maybe if she had a small boat hanging out of her neck. Like oh, my God. Like the neck. A little, a She's little the iceberg. Earring. Where's Bo yeah, and Yang bo- yeah, being the Bo-Yang iceberg? <laughs> okay, so the, uh, one, but- the one point I just wanted to bring up about Dolly is that they edited Dolly's feedback to 100% be like, that's the, the winner. winner. Yes. Mm-hmm. They gooped us as an audience because they were like, we love you. You look amazing. The thing lit up. Amazing, amazing. And we were all like, there's no way Sigourney's going to win after those critiques. And then Sigourney mm-hmm. wins. The judges were obsessed with her. And, and you know who wasn't? Zavaleta. Oh, Zavaleta was not having. She literally said, not Sigourney. On the runway, under her breath. Oh my god! Wait, really? I didn't catch that. Did you yes. see that meatball? Yes, she did. She, she was like, "Oh, so she's horny. mic'd." I mean, they're, I'm sh- I'm sure they're all mic'd, but they kept yeah. cutting to her because she was talking like full volume. And Hoso's eyes were doing backflips in her head, and she was eye rolling <laughs> with every fucking positive thing said about Sigourney. Uh, Girl, you um, know, one thing I will say is that sometimes the looks read very differently from the judges booth than they read on camera because just from working on prior seasons, some of the stuff reads way different on camera than it does when we're physically there. So, you know, I don't know, maybe that had something to do with it. Yeah. I just loved, I felt like every aspect of this whole episode was polarizing. There was a conflict around everything. It was, it was Mm -hmm. great TV. Um, um, so then they announce who's safe, and it's Jade and Saint. Our winner is mm-hmm. Sigourney, and Hoso, Zava, and Betty are all going to be doing the extermination challenge. And Saint is mad she's safe, girl. Everyone is mad is about something. Plucked. But even Hoso says it because Saint's over there in the room, uh, in the cauldron, complaining about being safe. And Hoso's like, not a good look. Not a cute look when there's people in the bottom, and you're like, I'm giving... 250%. Remember when she said that about what she brought? She said it to Sigourney. Oh, yeah. She was I'm like, doing it's crazy 200%. That you and I'm doing 250%. Oh. And other people here. are just, and then she was like, I mean, no shade to you, but oh. other people. Oh. It's like, you don't know how hard people are working. <laughs> um, Not at all. So the extermination challenge is that they will be submerged in the ocean and photographed underwater. Didn't see that. If they give good face, they will survive. And if they don't, they will drown. Which to me sounds like a really cool extermination because some of the exterminations, there's... I don't know. There's like, like for example, like the 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 bull riding one. Like it's cool, but it's kind of like... I don't know. I feel like that's tricky for some people depending on like your physicality and your ability, you know, like it, mm-hmm. it's a difficult gauge for like what you're capable as a drag artist. Right. But 50 yard dash yeah. plus the hurdles. 
Go yeah, run exactly. yeah. right. Exactly. In the biscuit like, it, heels. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, is it fun to watch? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Does it tie into what you're capable of as an artist? Not exactly. No. Right. So no, the, really. I, I really like this one because it really is about like, can you perform in high in a highly strenuous situation? And can you look good? But doing girl, it? What? What? when when they explained it, I thought they were gonna underwater. be underwater. I thought that this was going to be like they got a big tank and the girls get into oh. the water. And they said you're going to the ocean. Under- we have a special camera that can see if you can give face underwater. And then they go to the ocean and they do a beachfront photo shoot. Looks oh, like see, a Monet exchange that. video. Um, I mean, they all look like they're doing good. They each have a moment where the, I thought Zava was going to go home because she was the one that they kept showing, like, getting knocked down by the water and, like, by dragged waves. and by the undertow. Yeah, like, she literally at one point was, like, rolling around on the ground. And I was like, oh, she's going home. She's going home. And then, of course, the next scene, it's Betty waking up on the beach being like, oh, no, not me. Not me oh, and this seashell. no, not this. Oh, no, not me and this seashell. Um, but let's talk about the cauldron because that was the craziest cauldron we've oh ever seen. Oh my god! I felt bad for the camera crew because those girls did not want to sit on those sofas. They, they were on either away. side of the room. It was literally like the end of a Jerry Springer. Like they had to just keep swinging the cameras around to get the girls. Yeah, you're seeing like all the crew and shit backstage. Yeah. <laughs> God, girl, I don't even know what the fuck to say about this cauldron. There's so much, and it's all so convoluted, and a lot of it is so petty and childish, and just like that. You break it down because I just I can't. Well, even yeah, yeah. Get we into well, it. Let, let, we'll break. We broke it down into who is fighting with who. But yeah. Again, we don't know what's going on. So Betty and Jade are still just popping off at each other. This yes. time, it makes sense. Jade literally put Betty in the bottom, and right. she wasn't going to be in the bottom. So I'm sure she's, like, very upset about that. That makes sense. Hoso is totally over it, and she doesn't want to talk about the Mary shit anymore. The moment they bring up Mary, Hoso gets up and goes, I'm not doing this again, and walks off. Yeah. I live. I lives. Because I'd be that bitch. I'd be like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Y'all need, I'm, I'm leaving. And then the moment yeah. she walks away, she's like, I'm upset because obviously she's up for extermination. She's like, I think this is glamour. They didn't get it. And then what, you know, we mentioned earlier, she starts to say, I'm going to try to bite my tongue because I can get really, really mean and I don't want to mm-hmm. do that. And, and I wanted to see it. I wanted to see her be oh, mean. Yeah. When people say that, because I said that before, I think there's like this inherent thing of like, I, you know, I was raised to have decorum. I want to seem like the like very even tempered person. I want to feel like a team player. But inside, I think I'm better than everyone else. All of you are dog mm-hmm. shit. And I oh, just don't need to fully, say it. Bitch. And I was like, I want to see her pop off. Oh. Bitch, yes. Every drag queen on the planet. <sighs> Don't, don't get me talking because I'll get mean. Me. I would I wouldn't do that. That's like a crazy behavior. I've never done anything like that. Um <laughs> you, well, now- you don't have to hide it. You're open about it. You're just honest. <laughs> I will say I saw okay, wait, this is a side joke, but I saw Vander in Palm Springs and I looked a hot shit toad mess. I was awful looking. <laughs> and then I saw Vander, what, yesterday? Two days ago? And you're like, oh, you look way better than you did in Palm Springs. Good luck, girl. I was like, drag me! <laughs> I mean, the lines were clean. All right, okay. <laughs> so then, 
So then Betty starts talking about how she feels that she's been growing through the competition. Mm-hmm. Right. And she used to ser- she used to be serving what Sigourney was serving, but now she's changing and growing to fit the different things. And, and then Sigourney, Sigourney's like, "Well, I don't need the to change first time who yeah. I am to be in this competition. I belong here doing what I do." And Sigourney shows a little dark side for a moment, and then she dark quickly corrects herself. She said, I forgot what she responded. She's like, I'm not changing who I am for this competition. Good luck, you keep changing, but you're in the bottom. Or something like that. And I was like, Sigourney! She hasn't spoken to anybody like that at all. No, yeah. she's been like coyly cunty, but now she like, she. I think she's had it. Because it feels like everyone is against Sigourney. Yes. Yeah. They all you feel know- threatened by her talent. And, and her beauty. I feel like I feel like regardless of whether you know allegedly they say she's playing this game, you know, regardless of whether she's playing it or not, she's not the one that ends up looking dumb when y'all are all fighting. And you know, exactly. correct. Well, you know, she's of just looking quaintly dumb. sitting. Exactly. Sp- speaking of looking dumb, what Zava happens with Zava and Jake? Girl. <laughs> me 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 me. Middle fingers. I can do it too. Like oh, we're the was, same. Good night. Uh, we're the same. <laughs> she just comes with her outfit. She's like, you could wear that on a dance stage. This is glamour. That fabric is two dollars a yard. Uh, I was like, now we're getting down to the basics of how much we spent on the costumes. It's Girl. literally the fight she had with Alyssa Edwards on Drag Race. Yes, <laughs> Baby, I this was is just waiting for someone hair. to say back rolls. <laughs> It literally, it was, that was the fight. They were like, this is bad drag. This is not expected. Like, that's what but was the fight a, te- a decade ago. I have to commend Jade on being so even keeled. Even in that argument, she not she never once, like, started screaming. She didn't, like, raise her voice, really. She was just kind of like, yeah. okay, girl, we get it. Okay, we get it. You're mad. You get it. We get it. We can do it, too. Like, she, yeah. she was clapping back, but she wasn't, like, freaking out and Zava was standing up stirring a drink like she was getting so physical it's like physically exhausting to watch oh girl it was giving like like fight at Bob Baker's marionette show like just two little puppets (laughs) just like going at it like yeah. Well, and then Dolly's sitting there giving me uh, land insider teas with just looking around the room being like what is happening Dolly oh yeah bitch I'm here to do art and win $100,000. What are she y'all was, here to do? She was very, like, not alone in VIP. It was giving. Yeah. <laughs> and then it ends with Hoso spiraling and Sigourney finally feels like, how come every time people get mad, they aim it at me? I literally didn't do anything. Right. Okay, can we talk for a second about Hoso saying something about like someone's fabric being cheap or something and then being like, no, 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 I'm being mean. I'm going to yeah, stop. It's Sigourney. <laughs> yeah. She was like, Sigourney, you're wearing the same thing. And to be honest, if I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be honest. That cape, it's unhemmed. And it's, oh, no, I got to stop myself. I'm getting mean. I'm getting mean. <laughs> it was kind of fierce. <laughs> I just thought that we're going for the hems now. Like, that's, I mean, that's where they're at. They have nothing to do but fight about what they're wearing at this point. And it's like, if the oh. bottom of her cape is unhemmed, it's like, go for it, I guess. Yeah, but meanwhile, um, that same argument is like, um, you know, you're not being filthy enough. You're being like, they're like, oh, all you do is give glamour, glamour, glamour. And then the argument is also, oh, but your thing isn't hemmed. It's like, well, my, my uh, cape not being hemmed is my filth. So get into that. 
Yeah, I want it to look frayed. We've been under the water. <laughs> look at Van, Van right like, there. Oh my god, that's not filth. Vander's like, that's not filth, honey. Wait until you eat your own vomit. That's filth. Okay, so the extermination. Oh god, I can challenge. still taste that. Ew! How gross was that? What did you oh, have to eat gross. that day? To- it was. It was right before I hit the stage. I ate a foot long buffalo chicken subway sandwich and a lot of fireball. Why the buffalo? Why would you want something so sour? Uh, so it would upset my stomach, and it worked. Oh, I can still taste yes, it, it, but did. it worked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the extermination challenge, it was supposed yeah. to be an underwater photo shoot. They said it would be freezing cold water, and the waves would be crashing. And the waves mm-hmm. were crashing. Also, was it edited to look like it was nighttime? Or was were no, they shooting at night? I think it really was, at night? I okay, think it really that- was that late. And also, I mean, then the tides are worse at night. Well, it was at I, the beach each. It was at the beach each. Let's go get a wave. And they caught some waves. Bitch, it yeah. It was crazy. I mean, girl, do you remember our season? Like, I don't think we remember it as crazy as it was. But when I really, really think back on it, it was pretty rough. Like, I got knocked down by a few waves that day. I got knocked I, like, a few. And... I remember ours being actually very cold. Like there was a point where we, I was like Freezing. sitting there and we were like shivering because, and it was in between takes. It was so cold. But these girls, they finally got submerged towards the end. But I don't know where they were. That seemed like a very dangerous spot. There was a lot of rocks, I love, and they were like yeah. standing on the rocks and being near. And those rocks, if if you get taken out by an undertow and you hit your head, you're down. I. Yeah. Loved the shot of Zavaleta in heels trying to walk over the. <laughs> oh, bitch. Such a mood. Such a mood. We had to get dressed on the beach in the sand. Yeah. Like we showed mm-hmm. up there and then put our costumes on in the sand. And then Vander was walking around in heels on the sand. And she's like, it's truly not that hard if you just stay on your toes. And I was like, bitch, look at me staying on my toes in a bordello on wet sand. I was sinking through. It was such a mess. Not even a thick bordello heel could stay above the sand, girl. (sighs) Not even a Clarabelle bordello. Not Clarabelle! Okay. Oh, and then the... the, Yep. No wonder you go. I was just going to say, and then the siren song takes our petty Betty off to the races. Off to the ocean to die, die in the arms of the boulets. What did you think about that? In terms of who, in terms of like the decision to send uh, Betty home? Yeah. Um, fuck, it's hard because I feel like the competition is getting to a place where there are a lot of, or at least a lot of people that I really like, even though this episode for me was not it. Um, mm. Fuck, like I, it makes sense to me. Like the decision makes sense, but I do wish we had seen more of Betty. Is how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it makes sense, but I was actually really enjoying watching her on the show. Now, who do you think would have gone home had uh, the key not happened? Ooh. Ooh. You because know, then Petty wouldn't I have even think, been in the bottom. I think Jade would have been in a lot of trouble because that look was amazing, but it just was not really quite as there as some of the others were. I would say it was in the bottom looks, not because it wasn't a good look. I just didn't think it fulfilled the prompt very well. And that's just, and a lot of it is personal taste, but you know, in like from, from the lens of horror, the look was 
very pretty. Well, as Zava said, it was Taylor Swift. Oh my God, when Zava was good. <laughs> I want to see a transcript. I want to see a transcript of the Cauldron fights, plural. Also, I would like them. to watch if there's an if they do a special episode or something. If they have an extra episode to fill, just the highlights of every fight. <laughs> or like more scenes of that. Girl. I wanted more of that argument because I still That'd don't be understand a long what mash happened. Up. <laughs> <laughs> be a long mashup. That'd she be its own episode. Fights. She loves the fights. Well, listen, Vander. Thank you so much for getting spooky with us. Spooky. Um, how what do you f- how do you feel about being the first ever um winner of the TV show, and then now look at the TV show growing? You know, for me, a part of it is just like, God, I'm so glad we went through it when it wasn't the monstrous beast that it is today. Yeah. I'm going I'm to echo something Raja has said, which is mm-hmm. like, I think Raja has mentioned, like, I don't know if I could win a, a season of Drag Race now because of what the show has become. And similarly, mm-hmm. I'm like, I think I could do well, but I don't know if I could necessarily, like, murder a season of Dragula now the way I did season mm-hmm. one. So I it's really could. cool. Oh, I girl, some, it's so I much. And I some of these, I, I would marry uh, Cherry myself about. But the other thing is also, like, you got to put up with these fucking contestants. And I'm like, putting up with all y'all bitches was actually really fun because y'all weren't that difficult. But some of these bitches on these new, sh- on these new seasons are so difficult mm. <laughs> and i can say that from being on set they are so oh, yeah you were difficult. on set yeah. yeah you worked on like, two God. and three i worked on two and three as and like just, art director right in that yeah I, I did the production design for the show and i was just like god would i fucking hate to be in a house with these bitches <laughs> um would you do an all-star season if they ever did one of dragula no bitch i won <laughs> yeah she doesn't she doesn't need to go back yeah <laughs> never 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 well we'll see you know we all we say never sometimes and then if the phone call happens if that shutter no, money comes fair. through diva oh that's a different if there's story a, if there's a per diem you might get a little meaty over there i might oh stick around God. for a couple episodes <laughs> get a new get a new motorcycle well uh, listen actually actually I, diem, I, I have rich <laughs> that's rich <laughs> Uh, I have no idea if they're listening or paying attention or anything over there at the Boulay camp. I can tell you they're not. But I'll tell you this. You know, Resurrection was really cool. And I feel like something that the, 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 uh-oh, I'm, I'm glitching out here. The, the, w- uh, the lineup of artists who have competed on all of the seasons for Dragula, something that you can really celebrate is that all of those artists like create really interesting, cool work. And I feel like, you know, unlike other drag competition shows, Dragula could do a special one-off and really celebrate all the artistry similar to what they did with resurrection. And that could be like a shorter version of an all stars where people could really shine and it would be less like bickering, like reality TV and more celebrating the art, which I feel like some of you OG contestants would really do. And then like meatball could, you know, be comic relief or whatever. Honestly, just to echo echo that a little bit, there have been some new reality shows that that have come out. Like, there's, like, a baking one I saw. The name is slipping me. But basically, it's, like, reality 
TV shows that showcase like a skill in a certain craft like baking Mm -hmm. without the competitive aspect. And it's actually really refreshing to just see people's work when they thrive versus when they're put versus when they're put inside like a human pressure cooker with other people that they absolutely absolutely hate. So it would actually, I would love to see more televised drag kind of like we're here where there's not as much of a competitive aspect as there is like a challenge. And that's it. You could do a We're Here spinoff called We're Dead. We're Dead. (laughs) We're, we're, we're Hearse. I don't know. We're Hearse. (laughs) We're Hearse. (laughs) And all you do is rehearse your numbers. Yeah, it's just a bunch of that. All right. That's in the show. Well, thank you so much, Vanda, for being here. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you, follow you, if you have anything coming up. This comes out on Friday. Well, thank you so much for having me. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, etc. under at VanderVonOdd. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we did it. Goodbye. <laughs> thank you for Wait, having me. Wait, do the proper outro, Meatball. Oh, um, thank you all Goodbye, so much for listening to Ooh, Goodbye, Fuglies. It was Ooh, awful to see our seven. special guest, VanderVonOdd. We will see ah! you on Tuesday with a guest, I think. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. Doodle doo doo forever dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.